0: This is Monday as we begin another week in in the word of God and and just keep that discipline up of being in that word every single day. Um, on Sunday, I reminded you that uh, Paul says to us when you think about the death of those who have gone before us and, or other things in, in our life that really rock us, we remember what's been written down. And this is what's been written down. Remember, Deuteronomy means it's been written down a second time. It's recalling of it. In other words, we, do, we don't just hear it once. We've got to hear it again and again and again. Um, I always make it a, 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 a practice of mine that whenever I talk to my wife or my kids, I always close with saying, I love you. And it's not like that I stopped loving them uh, or that they haven't heard that before, but well, we need to hear it again and again. And, and that's kind of an example of that, how we need to just be in God's word always um, and hear that again and again because we're, we've got so many other voices speaking to us too. And those voices you know, oftentimes are robbing us of our, of our hope, uh, causing us to be afraid and fearful, even though they're kind of saying the same message over and over again um but but we have hope that that rests in jesus christ and so we keep focusing on him like we did yesterday and get back to the cross and get back to the forgiveness that's there and and, uh the promise of god's love for us and the word of god that's written for us it speaks to every occasion in our life um saying god god says i'll be with you always i'm going to walk with you always so tomorrow is is deborah boyd's funeral and, and guess what we're going to talk about we're going to talk about christ We're going to talk about him preparing a place for us and a home for us and his promise that it'll take us to be with him. And like uh, the thief on the cross who heard from Jesus, you know, today you're going to be with me in paradise, as well as his promise to, as the 23rd Psalm tells us, to walk with us, to to, to lead us to green pastures, to prepare a table for us in the presence of our enemies. And all those great promises where Jesus um, says, you know, I'll be with you always to the very end of the age. So as you read chapter 25, again, God's trying to set up a society for a group of people who for the last 430 years have been in slavery. Every decision has been taken away from them uh, because they've been told what they're going to do, how they're going to live, what they're going to eat, and all of that. And now suddenly they're governing themselves. They're by themselves now um, as a nation, as a new nation, and God has to give them direction. Uh, In the commandments, which we were studying a little bit yesterday in confirmation class, the fourth commandment is about God establishing authority, uh, some kind of authority for our protection, for our good, to curb misbehavior, to keep the strong from uh, oppressing the weak, um, and, and to remind us all of, of the uh, uh, authority or the authority we have to love one another. Think of the uh, um, the, uh, the good Samaritan, um, and, and the good Samaritan um, had the ability, um, had the opportunity to, had the means to be able to care for someone. He'd never met in his life before, but that person needed that, and and so Jesus is setting up a or God is setting up a world, a society where they truly and I brought this up a couple of weeks ago or a week ago where they truly love God with all their heart, soul, and mind. They recognize everything comes from God, and they also love their neighbors or self. This is putting it into practice, which means authority there too, again to curb evil, to stop us from doing that, to deter us from doing that evil with the punishments that they use. Um, in order to uh, to bring us back to doing what is right and uh, and also to protect us and, and to care for us. Interesting, yesterday, confirmation class, we were talking about the Ten Commandments, and I said, um, is it against, or in some form, is it against the Fifth Commandment to be a soldier? a police officer, where at, at times you're going to have to take another person's life, and they thought about that well, which was good. Um, God certainly put them in a position uh, in in that role as police officers, as soldiers, that sometimes, unfortunately, they're going to have to take a person's life for the protection of others, and that's what they're called to do. You can be a Christian and, and serve in those uh, realms because God's the one who's established authority, and unfortunately, because of sin in the world, um, that authority has to, at times, uh, take a person's Life. and so when you look at these punishments that you see here in chapter 25 um, notice that they're they're limited um, they're restricted to meet the the crime. Remember, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, life for a life. God established to limit us, so we don't in retaliation. Usually, when I say I'm going to get back at somebody, I'm going to I'm going to take revenge. I'm going to get you ten times worse than what you got me. God's limiting us, so really, there's love in that too. And remember again, always that the one who set this up is the God who we know. Uh, by his unfailing love, by his graciousness to us. So if there's ever a moment where de- the devil kind of gets into us and says, well, how could a loving God do that? You know the answer to that already. That was the question that that Satan asked of Adam and Eve in the garden. If God really loves you, then why wouldn't he let you eat from that one tree? Um, and, and he continues to uh, try to tempt us with the same thing. So sorry about the long introduction with those kind of things came into mind as I started here. In chapter 25, he begins with saying, the one who is acquitted, the one who's condemned and, and that's guilty, the punishment is, is to be meted out. But again, a restriction there, 40 strike, verse 3 says, maybe he him, but not more. Um, the, the second one talks about our relationship within families, where if a, if a brother's older brother dies, uh, the, young, the next oldest brother is required to marry her and carry on the family line through them. Now, that's going to take sacrifice, but remember, that's the example that Jesus set for us, too. He said, I came not to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. That's to follow through in everything of life. Is there cost involved? Is there going to be sacrifice involved? There sure is. That's the definition of love. Check out 1 Corinthians 13, if you want it again, or John 3:16. love gives. It sacrifices, and we're called to do that too. Um, When it doesn't happen, it it needs to be. It needs to be punished. And uh, the uh, the last part of that verse, those verses, talk about that. The miscellaneous laws then uh, that summarize the end at the end of the chapter, um, you know, just talk about um, uh, when fighting. um, And I know that's kind of a a complicated portion where it says if two men fight and and one of the men's wives grabs the private parts of the other man, that her hand should be cut off. Um, and again, I'm not sure if I know an example in Scripture. I don't think I can, where that was that punishment was actually meted out. But it was there to prevent, to warn. To uh, to try to stop anybody from wanting to do that because you knew what the punishment was going to be there, and and of course the private parts being central to procreation and carrying on the line and the family and wh- and that's probably why that's uh, a much more uh, strict um, uh, punishment there. Thirteen through sixteen certainly talks about our business practices that we do that in honesty. Again, yesterday in confirmation we talked about seventh commandment. If I'm if I'm cheating against someone else, um, I'm really stealing uh, these these are examples of what stealing is and uh and certainly the uh, uh what uh, seventh commandment also requires when it says thou shalt not steal is i do everything i can to help my brother keep his property and his and his business and the last one 17 through 19 talks about god saying remember what others have done to you and make sure you protect yourself you know in in that situation um, and and it doesn't stop us from praying for that person um, and, and uh, that they might, their hearts might be turned and come back to God. But certainly we need to be wise in the way we deal uh, with others. So um, didn't think I'd do eight minutes on that one, uh, but I pray that my thoughts have been helpful for you as you get into the Word.